When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So guess who made a trading mistake the other day? Yep, this guy. One of the things that you guys don't see is that when you're a trading coach, right, we're basically trading within a glass house, right? We, we, there's full transparency. We're, we're analyzing the markets live each and every day. We're, we're trading the markets live each and every day in, in front of our, our clients and whatnot. And everything we do is on display, right? We are naked in front of the world. All of our flaws or everything we like to brag about, mm -hmm, yep, is on display. And it's a double-edged sword, right? It, it, it works well when you're doing well. Obviously, when you're doing good and you're hitting winners, you get to kind of beat your chest and, you know, be like, yeah, you see that? Yeah, you saw that live from start to finish. On the other hand, when you're losing and you're getting skunked out and stopped out of orders, uh, you get to see your pain. Uh, I'll tell you what, in general, it's been a big positive for me as a trader. Why? Because it has kept me accountable. And that's one of the reasons that so many traders show up each and every day. It's accountability, right? As traders, we're often stuck on this lonely island. It's funny, I just did a um, an interview a couple months ago with, uh, was it TraderLife.com, where they, they did this cool little, um, I want to call it fantasy uh, questionnaire, but this cool little thing where it's like, hey, if you're on a desert island, you had to trade your, trade your way off, what would you do? What would you bring? All that fun stuff. And trading really is like that. Most of us are trading on our own. We're trading from our, our home or we're sneaking, uh, <laughs> sneaking onto our charts at our home office or our office at, at work. Um, but typically, we don't have any physical friends that trade as well, meaning all of the other uh, trading acquaintances that we have are from the internet. So when it comes down to place trades and take trades, we're kind of by ourselves, which, which can be very hard. And we know that the number one rule of trading is don't go broke. The number one thing that makes traders go broke isn't a lack of knowledge, although that's big, but it's a lack of discipline. And when you have to hold yourself accountable, it's very hard to stay disciplined, especially as a, an underexperienced trader who still has the, the temptation to give in to emotions. So I've been running a live trading room for about, what, 2012, like about six years now. And it has helped me massively with my discipline because I can't make mistakes, right? I practice what I preach. And if I do something that I'm not supposed to do, guess who sees? Everybody, right? So that I may be tempted by myself when I'm, I'm on my own and be like, oh, you know, I could just take this even though it hasn't met my rules yet. But in the back of my head, I know that I went over the trading situation with our traders earlier in the day. I told them exactly what I was looking for to enter or whatnot. And if I come back the next day and I say, hey, I'm involved in this trade and they say, hey, Keel, but we never got this. 
I lose all credibility. And that's, uh, you know, integrity and, and honesty is key to me. So it holds me accountable. And again, the traders that join us each and every day, it holds them accountable as well as they come in and they share ideas. And I often drill them a little bit like, hey, why are you doing this? What are you doing there? Explain it to me now. Six seconds, go. Right. Six second rule. If you can't explain what you're doing in six seconds, it's probably not a part of your trading plan. But the other day we were in the live room. And we're going through the charts as normal. I was doing a lesson on something, right? Some pair, probably Euro dollar. And the trader uh, shot a message through the chat. He said, hey, Akil. Um, I said, hey, traders. Uh, dollar Canada hourly chart. Bear cipher almost at market. So I went over to my other screen, right? And I loaded up, uh, looked at my Dollar Canada hourly chart. And I said, whoa, wait a minute. This really is at market. Literally, price price was resting about a pip or so uh, uh, right below where I wanted to get involved at. Right, so I went over to the chart. I set my orders. Right, uh, orders. Uh, the completion was at eighty. I set my orders at seventy eight. Now, price had already hit seventy eight, um, so the, it had technically been triggered, but. We were only a few pips off and there's plenty of time for price to come back up um, before it goes down to either hit targets. Basically, there was another price hasn't moved, didn't move so far away that I would consider the trade to be over. So I loaded up in front of the screen, showed the traders. I put my orders on uh, stops, stops and entries, whatnot. And I I put it away. Um, I'm not a a fan of looking at charts. It drives you crazy. It it drives you it makes you more likely to make emotional decisions when you're watching the, the market tick up, up, up and down and down and down, right? Either closer to your stops or close to your targets. So the best thing that you can do is just set your entries, entry stops and targets and put it away and then let the market play out how it needs to play out. And especially for someone like me who has a show to run, right? I'm doing a, doing a live room. It's time to continue whatever discussion we were having on the pair. And so I place orders and then about Two minutes later, um, the chat starts going wild. And it was a, I remember we had a Canadian GDP news coming out. And the chat's going wild. Canada's moving, Canada's moving, Canada's moving. And I look over at my Canadian pair and I see a big bearish candle, right? This big bearish candle goes down. It's, it's already spanked through uh, target ones and it's close to target twos. And I'm thinking to myself, ah, man, it, it's missed it. One of those trades where, you know, it just missed my entries and ran off without me, right? Happens again. Just because that's, that's what it looked like on the chart. Um, so I went, I went on to cancel my orders. And when I went to cancel my orders, guess what I discovered? I discovered that I was actually filled the trade and I didn't even know it, right? Because, you know, a big news event came out, high, high uh, volatility news came out. This all happened, right? The market bounced around about 40 pips in a matter of a few seconds. So um, it really threw me off my OODA loop. And, and the OODA loop, think of your OODA loop as like your, your routine, right? Have you ever, you ever been knocked out of your routine and you, you seem like you can't get the rest of your day right? Um, <laughs> how does that make you feel? Like, right? You're, you're supposed to wake up at this time. You're supposed to grab your coffee at this time. You're supposed to head into the car at this time and drive to work at this time, your normal routine. But instead, today you wake up, you grab your coffee, you go into your car, but your car doesn't work. And now you're 15 minutes late. And now you're panicking because it throws off everything else, right? It throws you into this panic, panic uh, zone. And that's what I was in the market, right? I wasn't panicking because I've been there, done that a few times, but... Um, it caught me off guard and I had to figure out how to manage this trade correctly uh, on two machines. I have a personal account and I have a, a, a tier one trading account that I use as well. So I'm going through this and 
you know, the first thing I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to take, we had passed my would-be target one. I didn't have time to get targets on yet. So I was supposed to, uh, the first thing I wanted to do was take profit, right? I wanted to move stops to break even, obviously, protect myself from any back-end risk. And I wanted to take uh, half of my position off at a little bit more than what my normal profit would have been. So I wanted to do that. I wanted to do it quickly because we were uh, steadily approaching target twos as well. And this is where I've made the mistake, right? Um, I don't know if it was because we were, were talking about another pair, but it was a sell order, right? I was short the market. So in order to take profits, I need to buy, right? If you are selling something, you need to buy it back in order to make profits off of it. But instead of the buy at market button, I hit the sell at market button, right? So I sold uh, an extra position. Now, instead of having a two unit, a two contract position, I've got a three contract position, right? And I didn't notice it at first because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not panicking, but I'm not I'm out of my OODA loop a little bit. And so I, I execute this order. And what the market ends up doing, it ends up it ends up averaging me in at a lower spot, meaning that if I sold at this point and I ended up selling at a lower point, I get averaged in at a, at a lower price point for my average position. And I saw that. And I'm like, why the heck is my order down here? And, I'm, and the first thing I thought is, why well, I must have been slipped. As mentioned before, it was a high volatility news event and sometimes slippage happens. I'm like, maybe I just got slipped a bunch of pips on the entry. And then I finally kind of snapped back into reality, right? Again, this is all happening within like five seconds. Uh, I finally snapped back into reality and I realized what I did. I'm like, crap, right? And because it was a day trading uh, trading opportunity and the market was steadily moving towards those target twos, I didn't have time to calculate what I actually did and, and far as how can I make the adjustments for it. So what I did was I exited the entire position for profit, which was great. I actually made a little bit more profit than I would have if I uh, would have done something else, if I didn't enter that third position short. Um, but I exited immediately. And I told the traders, I said, hey, this is a great learning experience. Because not only does it give you kind of confirmation, a little bit of, uh, I guess it makes you feel a little bit comfortable knowing that these quote unquote professional traders, these trading mentors, these traders you look up to make the same mistakes that you guys do, which is very comforting because people tend to think we are robots, right? But not only do we make mistakes as well, but it was a good example of showing you how to manage the mistake, right? And in this case, it happened to be a winning a winning trade, so it wasn't, it, it could have been worse, but uh, I would have done the same thing in a losing trade and how to stop like a, a, a small mistake into becoming a big car wreck in the market. And it, it came at perfect timing because I, I had just released a new training course that was specifically related to day trading. Now, in trading in general, I teach a general style of trading, right? Uh, a, a general rules and techniques of reading a price chart, reading price action, which can be used on any time frame from the, the weeklies all the way down to the, the one minute chart. Although I highly recommend not using the one minute chart, um, but you could price action moves the same on all time frames. It just moves uh, a little bit faster or it, it, a little bit more volatility depending on the lower time frames and news events. But one of the things that I said during this day trading course was like, Day trading is the same. The same concepts will be used. Obviously, you can take a little bit of a different approach, but something you want to pay attention to is the fact that 
it feels like you're driving on a highway versus driving on a small one-way street, right? So higher time frame trading, swing trading, it's like a small one-way street, a private road, because you have plenty of time to do your analysis, right? If, if you look at a, a daily chart, right, you get one candle per day, a single candle per day. So you have all of the time in the world to think about your trading decision, right? You can go through that whole if-then thought process. You can go through that whole IPDE where you, 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 you figure out where the market's at. You identify where the market's at. You, you make your prediction on, on what you think the market is likely to do next and where you think the market is likely to go next. Then you have time to go through your trading plan and look through all of your techniques and strategies to see how exactly are you supposed to handle the situation. And then you probably have a few more days and, until price actually gives you the signal or gets to the place in which you're looking to trade. Right, you have plenty of time to review, review, make decisions, review your decisions, go over your decisions again, do more analysis all the time in the world. There's no rush. The day trading time frames, lower time frames are the exact opposite, they're like the highway. Things move fast. The market makes the same move, but instead of having days to do your analysis, you may have minutes. So, you have to be very, very sharp in reading a price chart and you have to be very very set on knowing your trading plan like the back of your hand right and i and i ask you guys out there listening to the podcast uh you know how many of you guys know your trading plan right if i were to ask you what do you need to buy or sell could you tell me in less than six seconds Right. I could. Right. If if someone says a kill is price actions coming down to previous structure support, what do you need to enter? Well, if price action comes to previous structure support, then I need the RSI to go oversold. If the RSI goes oversold, then I need to retest the structure, giving me a double bottom. If I have a double bottom, then I need to see bullish divergence on the RSI. If I get bullish divergence on the RSI, then I enter next bar market. Stops go one ATR below the low. Targets go to three to two retracement from the previous impulse leg. Boom. And I don't say that to brag, and you guys don't go out there and trade that. That's not uh, <laughs> that's not the full. That's not a trading strategy for you. But it's an example of knowing your plan, right? You know exactly what you're looking at. You know exactly what you're looking for. You know exactly what you need to enter, and you need to know it that sharply, right? That quickly, if you're going to be on the lower time frame, because things move fast. And at the same time, you need to know how to handle yourself if you're in a crisis, right? Crisis management. If you make a trading mistake, what do you do? Me, right? If I make a trading mistake or if I ever find myself in a trade I'm not supposed to be in, which has happened before, I've had plenty of trades where I've loosely measured out the fibs only to find out that I missaw a point and we actually didn't hit what we were supposed to hit and I shouldn't be in the trade, exit immediately. If you enter a position the wrong way, what do you do? If you enter a different position, what do you do here? If you do this, you do that, right? There should be a, a, a plan for whatever type of mistake you make and you need to know it like the back of your hand if you're trading on the lower time frames. So it was a cool learnable moment. Again, not only does it show that I'm human as a trader, but it showed our traders how a professional handles themselves when they make a mistake and that it's okay, right? It's not the end of the world. Sometimes you make more profit than you're supposed to like I did today. Sometimes you minimize a loss. Doesn't matter what the outcome is, right? Outcome doesn't matter. It's all about the process. Are you going through things the right way? And if you go through things the right way, right, that's how you become an independent, consistently profitable trader.